Hello there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Cinema Obscura podcast, where we talk about and review movies that we consider to be hidden gems or are just plain not talked about enough. I am one of your hosts, Stephen Gutierrez, along with fellow co-host, podcast editor, James Fife. Hello, everyone. Here today, we have staff writers Michael Pacheco and Jacob Peterson. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yellow. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. So in this show, we split into two groups, James and I in one group, Jacob and Michael in the other. Each group came up with a list of three movies where the opposite group had to pick a movie and watch it. This episode's theme is sci-fi, going to the depths of space where no podcaster has gone before. We will be talking movie spoilers, so you have been warned. Okay, so this week we gave you two Prospect, starring Pedro Pascal and Sophie Thatcher, Event Horizon, starring Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne, and Ad Astra, starring Brad Pitt and Tommy Lee Jones. What'd you give us? Well, we gave you guys The Black Hole, starring Maximilian Schell and Anthony Perkins, Starship Troopers, starring Casper Van Dien and Dina Meyer, and Gundam Hathaway's Flash, starring Caleb Yen and Megan Shipman. All right, cool. Um, what movie do you guys think we watched? I'm really hoping it was The Black Hole. I'm thinking second. You probably you probably watched Black Hole. All right. Um, well, we. Th- I think you chose – this is actually a tough one because I don't know. I just think I th- uh, yeah this this list that we is like pretty tough, uh, but I think you guys ended up on either yeah no Ad Astra I think you guys chose Ad Astra what do you think I think it's a split between Ad Astra or, or uh, Prospect. No Strike Three we didn't you did not watch either of those we watched Event Horizon oh snap because we hate Event ourselves <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll get to the more details later we chose Black Hole. Yes, yeah, the two movies that are related to each other. I am very, I am very glad you chose Black Hole for a very specific reason. I'm not, I'm not sure if I <laughs> agree with this, but <laughs> it's okay. We'll do Black Hole first. So, what, what questions do you have for us? Uh, I guess just first of all, how I don't know if you guys were aware of this, but this is a Disney movie. Yeah, I watched it on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if you compare it to other Disney movies from that time, kind of very strange. For that for that time, yeah, nineteen seventy nine, yeah, 1979. yeah. Mm-hmm. just um, two years after Star Wars too, yeah, yeah, and I wonder if um, they did Black Hole in response to Star Wars, and they're like, wow, we screwed that up really <laughs> bad, and then they went, you know what, forty years from now, let's buy Star Wars, let's buy Lucas Films, and just you know make it our own. <laughs> That's exactly how they planned it. Yeah, <laughs> they really screwed the pooch on uh, Black <laughs> Hole, man. They really screwed it up with Black Hole. I think. Well, okay, it wasn't that bad of a film. Um, but I don't know because I really liked it was like very nostalgic feeling you yeah. know what I mean so one question for you what makes you think makes you think that it's weaker compared to other films in that era that are similar to it the acting to start <laughs> to some, for some of them at least the entire time watching Black Hole I kept thinking God this is the most wooden acting I've seen in a very 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 long time when the robot has the more personality than the rest of the crew I think that's a bad sign whoever played the robot was awesome the robot killed it I love yeah. the robot <laughs> Vincent my goat my hero I love yeah. you I'll, I, I will say I didn't hate the film I like I like this film this is great because when I when it opened up I'm like damn this is really really nostalgic mm-hmm. this is like a very nostalgic feeling okay would you be able to describe kind of what the plot is oh yeah there's that. I so, probably yeah. I probably should have started with yeah, that. Yeah, start, definitely should have started with that. Uh, go ahead, Stephen. Um, so Black Hole is a sci-fi space. I won't even. I'm not sure if adventure is the right term for it, but it's sort of like a sci-fi adventure disaster film as well. On top of that, because it's about a crew that stumbles upon a missing ship that was gone 20 years ago, 
or that was lost for 20 years. And they stumble upon the sole remaining survivor of the ship, Dr. Reinhardt, and they end up having to deal with him for the rest of the movie and having to deal with his robotic crew because the rest of the crew, as according to Dr. Reinhardt, had all left. And so it was just him and his robots. But we find out later in the movie that that wasn't the case at all. The robots were people the whole time. Oh, oh no. Some sort of the green twist, you know. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, uh, the plot is like, it's 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 okay. I kind of, like, when I, when you first see, like, the robots, you're like, mm, yeah, that's suspicious, isn't it? Because <laughs> they look kind of like people. I know they designed <laughs> robots like people, but those ones especially yeah. look like people. It's kind of a question of, is it because they're supposed to be people, or mm-hmm. is it because they just is said, it? let's have people and yeah. say they're robots? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't decide which one was it. Was it the cheesy 70 effects that made me think the robots were people, or was it because the robots are actually people in the movie? Right. <laughs> that was one of the few things where I felt that was actually a really good design and like um, character choice with yeah. that. Yeah. Because uh, it leaves the audience question is like, what is it really? Yeah. Speaking of design segue the set design on this film is amazing yeah. it is outstanding yeah i want to say like one of the things that i love about this movie is the retro futurism like design for everything from the smaller spaceship to the big massive spaceship um like what i really liked about the bigger ship is the fact that it looked like it was made out of glass as opposed to like you know metal and everything else that other ships tend to look like so i really liked the design it felt very unique for its time i really love the ship design and then just the aesthetics in general i think it just looked really nice they did not cheat with the glass. They 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 chose that because something you could do easily with sci-fi films is like make the ships not made of glass and just like not have to uh, rotoscope an entire background. They went, nah, we want to see that black hole the, or the space entire time, glass. and it looks fantastic. Yeah, I wish the acting was a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, in looking up kind of some stuff on the movie at that time, it was the highest budgeted Disney film that had ever come out and their first PG rated one. Ooh, wow. Did it bomb? Yes. So in total production costs, including actually making the movie and then advertising, it was about twenty six million dollars and then which, you know, that's nineteen seventy nine money, so I don't know, forty billion, I don't know. I don't do um I, I wanna say the inflation. Wait, what was the what was the amount again? Twenty six million. Twenty six million. That might be around the fifty ish million today, maybe, yeah. Just to suffice it to say, it would be very, very expensive by yeah. today's standards. And uh, I believe it was around $32 million they made back. So a profit, but not really. Mm, yeah, it's like I think how it normally goes is that you want to make three times as much as your, your budget in order to be profitable. Yeah. 300% and markup. $106 million is what that movie cost back then. <laughs> and today's money? Ouch. Sorry, I didn't. Oh. Did I? Okay. That's a, and I'm guessing it didn't make that much money. At all. No. Oof. Yeah, big oof by Disney. That's why they bought Star Wars. Of poor, 40 poor, years ago. poor little Disney. How yeah. will they ever survive? Oh, yeah, how will they ever survive? survive. Oh, no. Yeah. oh, no. There is there is one specific thing I wanted to go over, you guys, with that, which is the ending kind of sequ- sequence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the ending was weird. <laughs> I, I, I was literally texting James as I was watching the movie. Like, what the hell is The thing this? I was like. This ending is so bizarre. I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> it was like it just it got so not surreal, but it very it just amped up so out of nowhere at the last like five minutes. So it was, it was basically like welcome to hell, and then <laughs> yeah, it's it it very much it's very surreal. It kind of reminds me of two thousand one's kind of ending. If you've seen mm, two thousand one, Space yeah. Odyssey. Um, St- Stanley Kubrick's 2001 Space Which Odyssey. Is, was that 61 that came out? That came out way mm-hmm. before Black Hole. Okay. But um, 
Yeah, you know, you know, that part was a bit of a callback to that, I think. Maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a weird um ending when there hasn't been a single line said in like five minutes. Yeah. And it's just all visual and all weird. Did they survive? (laughs) I bet you walking out of that theater showing probably left it felt kind of wigged out. If you that's probably why I saw it at theater. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's also like you guys mentioned, like the acting is very stale. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say, I think my favorite actor outside of the robot, I think, was the villain. Because I do think while the villain was kind of cheesy and sort of like stereotypical, like, oh, I'm a crazy mad scientist. At least he had a personality, Mm. which is, again, more than what I can say for anyone else in the as part of the crew that found the ship. Because Robert Forster is one is the main captain of the main of the smaller crew. And he's usually a pretty good actor. But, man, I I sound like he was about to fall asleep halfway Mm -hmm. through this movie. So. Yeah, this is definitely somewhere in the period of Robert Forster's career where he's like, yeah, it's a, it's a job. But <laughs> <laughs> this is a job I have. You know, mm. I need to make money. Okay. But um, oh, by the way, if you recognize Robert Forster's name, he played the disappearer in Breaking Bad. Yep. Universe. Yep. So. And Anthony Perkins is also in it, who is Norman Bates in Psycho, who ah. was the only person whose name I personally recognized from it, just because you know it is an older movie with. Yeah, older older movies are mm-hmm. yeah yeah kind of weird like that. The next movie we have that you guys watch is Event Horizon, which is strangely related. And I would say if you take the two plot points from this movie and simplify it all the way down, they are basically yeah. the same film. If and you even, even how they did in the box office too is actually eerily similar. They yeah. both bombed. Yeah, they both. But bombed. then had a really strong cult following later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of curious how that parallel is drawn, almost like you know with movies separated by like almost 30 years yeah with uh with event horizon which i hadn't even realized this when we were doing this but a couple months ago was actually the 25th anniversary for it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it was it's a case of one of those movies where it went to theaters it bombed but then it ended up doing well on dvd sales afterwards Mm -hmm. which has kind of helped keep it in relevancy just for a full warning steven hasn't seen this film i just Ran out of time. Okay. But um, I was going to say, I do recognize one still from the movie, the one picture of Sam Neill with glass all over his eyes and mm-hmm. face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I recognize that because I always see people that I know who like use that as a reaction image for anything yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's kind of... This, kinda... whole, this whole movie is a reaction image of anything bad. <laughs> yeah. You don't need eyes for where we're going. Yeah. 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 It's kind of funny because I think this movie's kind of got a reputation as being like, you know, for gore and that kind of stuff, which yeah. it definitely has. But to actually get to that is a really slow buildup. Yeah, and it's not as gratuitous as you might think at first glance. Um, before we go deeper into the film, yeah. we should probably explain the plot. Uh, who wants to explain the plot? You can basically k- take what Steven said t- okay, 15 so, minutes ago. Okay, so the whole idea behind the plot is that um, you have your opening still explaining, you know, in the near future how we eventually colonized space, started mining mining ore in Mars, and then they sent an expedition out, the Event Horizon. And... The event horizon disappears, you know, just outside of Neptune, which ends up at the time being like the biggest like space disaster. And then sometime later, they end up finding a signal from it and then send a rescue crew, which is Lewis and Clark. Yep. Um, and so they send the rescue crew out, and alongside them is the doctor, uh, Doctor Weir, who is played by Sam Neill, and uh, he's the one who created the kind of cyst the ship itself. They're basically there to, one, recover the crew and see if they can recover the ship. And they get fit there, and things are pretty bad. Uh, The crew is, I believe they only ever find one body, and then the rest are just stains on the wall. And then 
as they're on the ship, it starts to get weird. People are seeing weird stuff from their past. And eventually they're like, we need to get off this ship. Uh, one of our crewmates went into a catatonic state and then tried to kill himself. Yep, through the mm-hmm. uh, air vac. Yep. Yeah, which we'll go into that later. But uh, So while they're on there, the ship gets damaged, so they're trying to repair it, and stuff keep, continues to get worse, and they kind of find out what happened to the crew. And I'm trying to think of a more delicate way to explain it other than blood orgy, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's what happens yeah <laughs> literally what happens on screen though i don't yeah. think there's any real succinct way to describe it it's yeah, just it's... the entire crew literally tears each other apart in a yep. very blood-filled mess and you have the the captain with his eyes in his Ow. hands yeah, yeah, yeah. saying yeah. in latin save yourselves yeah, yeah yeah so they decide uh we're going to leave and we're going to blow up the ship to which dr weir who at this point is going significantly crazy uh, says no you're not and then blows up their ship so they end up in a situation where the only way to kind of get out is to blow the event horizon in half and use one end as a lifeboat. Yep. I think you've explained it pretty well. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you think you were going into when you uh, saw, first saw the poster and you're like, or have you heard of this movie before? Yeah. Or? So I had seen this movie many years ago, many, many years ago, but it had been on TV, so there was a lot of stuff that's not <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I bet it's been heavily censored. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then there's a kind of expectation of the movie because the stuff that people really know about is the really gory stuff. But a lot of that doesn't actually happen until much later in the movie. Like, it's it's about hour, 30-minute movie. It's not until about a little over the hour mark that someone actually dies. Mm-hmm. It's actually a surprising slow burn, but once the action starts, it does not stop, and it keeps snowballing and how bad and bad and bad the situation just keeps getting. Mm-hmm. The, the point where eventually there's literally only two people surviving in the crew at the end of the movie. So, in that case, what would you guys say is your favorite scene from Event Horizon? Ooh, that's a tough one. That's actually a really tough one. Oh, okay. In terms of actual, like, cinematography and practical effects, probably my favorite scene was when, um, was when um, one of the engineers actually went into the gravity room and turned on, turned on the artificial gravity again. And before then, it was the entire place was just, like, you know, a bunch of stuff floating, bottles, you know, liquid like water or like coolant just floating around in gel balls the cgi was a little bad for those parts but i can kind of for- yeah. i can kind of forgive that just when it was when it was made in 1997 just a hair out of <laughs> a little bit it's slightly uncanny yeah. valley but yeah. it's not too bad but i do like when they actually turn on the gravity all the like all the water that was gathered it falls down like liquid and and like you know you see it splash on the floor and stuff um there was a frozen body that was floating that that too also falls down on the floor crashes and shatters like wow. glass so in terms of, like, internal continuity and mechanics, it, it was really well done. So for me, it's kind of a tie between when they first get to kind of the engine gravity thing that essentially creates the portal that kind of takes them into an alternate dimension, and they at first activate it, and it's kind of... The way the stuff is designed is where it looks like gothic architecture and then technology. So it's, like, tech on it, but it looks like engravings. So the, and the guy gets pulled into the portal, and then there's also a scene where Doctor Weir is in kind of the maintenance tunnels trying to fix something in there, and it's like green lighting, and then it shuts down, and then it starts to do like a strobe effect through, yeah. and then his light starts mm-hmm. to fail, and he's just like panicking, like oh god, I gotta get out of here, uh, Captain Miller, get me out of here. It's very reminiscent of 2001, except it's not green; it's red in 2001. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Um, 
So I think we, well, most of us are video game nerds. I'm not sure about mm-hmm. this, my co-host yeah. Steven. I like Mass Effect and I like Fallout. And how, I about, like how about Dead Space? Oh, I haven't played Dead Space. Do you guys think this inspired Dead Space? Oh my god, Dead that's Space? literally what I was thinking too because a lot of the <laughs> yeah. same motifs, the entire ship basically reminds me of a Brother Moon where it possesses, slowly possesses the crew mm. and stuff. Mm. And even when they get back to Earth, like, you know, you're not sure if they're actually totally safe or not because they're mm. still getting the hallucinations and stuff. It's still technically a part of the ship. They yeah. didn't get rid of it totally. Am I, or me and so my family. Just, so they might have just brought a Brother Moon to, to Earth. So for me with Dead Space, I think it's a mix between this as well as The Thing. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. the kind of atmosphere, I think more so Event Horizon, and then the actual monster design, the thing. Oh, yeah. With this movie, though, I, th- I do think there is, even if it's unintentional, kind of inspiration from Doom, which had come out a little yeah. bit before. Yeah. Because it's the some, whole idea they opened a portal to hell. Yeah. yeah. So. Which, it's never explicitly said this is a portal to hell, but it's kind of... It's implied. A guy says, I think this may be a portal to hell, mm-hmm. and then obviously the Latin and stuff. Um, I, something I do want to point out is um, something that is used a lot is a lot of the black hole science, isn't mm-hmm. it? Because it's this film, black yeah. hole, and then there's like you could uh, Interstellar. Like there's so, there's so many there's so many movies out there about black holes yeah. because of the lack of knowledge yeah. about them. So we can just yeah. make up whatever we want. But we, now we have taken pictures of them, so now we know what they look like at sort least. Of. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. yeah. And they blurry do, image. They even do try explaining the whole um, faster than light travel thing, too. Where, they um, do that every Yeah. Time. But yeah. they actually do kind of explain it in a way with Dr. Weir, where he's like, here, let's take a piece of paper, and we're folding yeah. space so that you know yeah. you can cross, yada, 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 cross yada. points, yada, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they do try to apply their own internal physics, yeah. and it does it pretty well for the most part. There is, because this movie has a mix of, like, w- this is where we looked up the science of it, like... What happens when you put someone in decompression without an without a spacesuit on? That scene was yeah. also really well yeah, done. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. And it, but and then obviously you have stuff like, you know, you can hear sounds in the vacuum, which you can't. But uh, no, <laughs> not to get to uh, DeGrasse Tyson about it, but but uh, there's a particular thing when the guy is talking, when uh, Cooper is talking to the captain and Doctor Weir about pulling the other crewmate out of the portal. And Dr. Weir's saying, well, that can't happen. There's no reason it should have activated. And he's talking about how it may have been an optical illusion caused by light bending around essentially an artificial black hole, mm-hmm. which as someone who is a science nerd about that stuff, like that is something that can, can happen. Yeah. So that's a neat kind of thing they put mm-hmm. in there. I don't know how scientific the rest of it is, but... Uh, <laughs> the alternate yeah. dimension of hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's hell. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I mean, there's also been this popular theory that's been floating around too um, with the Warhammer 40k fans where it could be a prequel of that oh. where like you know you I open know that. you're opening a gate yeah. to the warp which is basically another dimension where where in 40k humans use that to travel through space like you know as a as a way for FTL but it's incredibly dangerous once since you know all the demons and stuff going into your ship and all that uh, without uh, any countermeasures I'm sorry Michael FTL um faster than light yeah thank you, thank you. <laughs> For our yeah. uh, non non quite so nerdy uh, <laughs> uh, audiences. So in that case, would you guys recommend Event Horizon to other people? I say, if you, it's hard to say. If you're if you're not good with gore, I would say not, because even though it is brief, the stuff that is there is there is mm-hmm. pretty intense. Uh, it's not anything revolutionary with horror stuff. Like it takes very heavily, at least in my mind, from mm-hmm. The Shining. So that kind of yeah. like it like it has been described like a haunted house movie but in space. 
and the the build up is mm-hmm. and the build up is really strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say if you like sci fi or you like horror, I say give it a watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're not good with gore, maybe skip though. That's something I can also agree with. If gore is not your thing, and if you don't like actual like horror themes or like potential like uh, occultist kind of themes, then it's something that might not be your cup of tea. But the movie itself, the pacing is really good. It's not super hard to follow. There's not really any overly complicated or convoluted plot points that you need to have a PhD to understand. Um, the movie has a set beginning, middle, end, and it's just a good movie, I think. I can wholly recommend it to anyone. Yeah. Um, I guess we could do a bit of comparing and contrasting between Black Hole and Event Horizon. So if you kind of just do bullet points, it, it, it does look very similar. You have... Space station that disappeared. Mm-hmm. They find the space station. They go there. Things went bad, and then they go to hell. Yeah. Well, almost, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, literally, figuratively, whatever you'd like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, I think you described it well with uh, when you guys were talking about Black Hole, where it's more of a space disaster movie, and it kind of has horror elements. Where I think with uh, Event Horizon, it's more purely purely horror with some kind of elements of disaster in it. Uh, obviously, the gore is different. In it, which I mean, in I mean, 19- there's not really that much gore yeah. in the Black Hole, the '79 film. But. Yeah, I mean, I, I, there's a scene in it where I think is it Maximilian or Victor is the name of like the evil robot. It's Maximilian. Maximilian. Yeah, where he kills, I believe it's Anthony Perkins. I forget the. Oh yeah, goodness. and he's going, he yeah. like drills him basically. Yeah, which yeah. you know, and then obviously you have finding out that it's lobotomized humans yeah. in the robot suits, which you know for '79. Gasp! Clutch for, pearls for like, a PG movie as well is pretty shocking. Yeah. I mean, if you compare wow. it to you know at that time, I'm surprised it squeaked away with PG in the first place. Yeah, in '79, it might it, it yeah. probably barely squeaked by yeah. with PG. I think with that time, because that's when you have a lot of the Italian slasher movie stuff coming over, mm-hmm. as well as I think that may have been the same year Halloween came out. Ooh, that's an interesting movie. Which that movie actually, for a slasher, isn't as gory as you would think the first Halloween, but that's a whole other conversation. Halloween came out a year before. This okay. Movie. So, yeah. So maybe the kind of standards had been raised a bit, okay. but obviously with with that, you had that kind of thing. And there's – you had the same kind of thing going on where you have, as an antagonist, kind of a mad scientist on both sides – with Event Horizon, it's more so the ship is the antagonist, and it kind of like, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah I do like that. Yeah, actually, uh, it is hinted early on though that uh, Sam Neill's character is maybe a bit loose up there because like vulnerable. Okay. Yeah. Within like the first five minutes, you see him like a shrine to his dead wife. Yeah. Yeah, that was basically kind of idea from the very start of the movie. As soon as you're introduced to, doc- to Doctor Ware, you- he's already kind of wigged out, and even even way before they even get anywhere near the ship he's already like a little loopy in the head mm-hmm. and he starts getting more and more manic as he gets closer and closer to the ship too yeah which is something i, I noticed as like a big like huh yeah and while in black hole the uh the guys I, the dr reinhardt was already he was actually kind of crazy beforehand because they, that's how they introduced him in the film he's like yeah. oh yeah i've i've ran into dr reinhardt he's cr- crazy and um they kind of he kind of proved his point so it's similar yeah. in those ways yeah i think I think one of the biggest difference is obviously we talked about in Black Hole they go to it's never explicitly said it's hell but it's, <laughs> it's a like fiery it. place. It's a fiery place with that they're escorted out yeah. of a glowing tunnel by an angel. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I think the biggest difference with that is with Event Horizon that whole concept of where did they go or what did that portal lead to is kind of the main. 
It basically Impetus led to like the hell of it, mm-hmm. where with the black hole, with the black hole, it's kind of something that it is a big part of it because one one of Reinhardt's things is we're going into that black hole, but the kind of corruption happens before all that. Like it's not mm-hmm. the black hole didn't cause. I mean, it did, but it didn't actively make him go crazy by yeah. showing him like visions and stuff. Yeah. Whereas the ship is literally showing like. Hey, here's your dead wife. Uh, here's your son with his r- legs rotting. Uh, here's that crewmate you left to burn to death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This has been an episode of Cinema Obscura. Thank you, James. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. Thank you, Jacob. Yay. And I'm Steven. See you next time. Goodbye.